Well, if I said it like a little old man with a blanket, do you want one for your knees? No, my knees are fine. And a wheelchair? No. <laughs> no actually, if you can give me a motorized wheelchair, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I'll take that. Any day of the week. Okay, let's throw this around the table. So, uh, episode two, we talked about Doctor Who. Then we did a second one, which never got aired. Then we corrected a lot of stuff. Let's go straight into it. Christmas special, what do you think? I'm 50-50 on it. Okay. okay. Did you watch it again? I did. Okay, right on. Um, I still have the same problems with it this, the, fir- the second time that I did the first time. Okay, well, I got some... Ooh, shit. Whoa. <laughs> you got some shit. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought... <clears throat> I got some stuff here to go through, just like the, the episode in general. Do you want to do go through the episode first and then like just touch back on some other stuff we mentioned in the previous podcast? Or I think... Yeah, let's just go through the episode and, and I'll interject... My, okay. uh, my comments um, on, it, on it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to like do the episode step by step. I've just got like bullet points here. But um, okay, well, uh, before you bullet point it, I'll just then say like, I thought the episode started out amazingly strong. Okay. Yes. Okay. Like as we were watching it, I mean, it starts out, um, and he ends up. You know, he's he's de- he's he's at the planet, and he teleports onto the um, the Dalek ship mm. okay and he's holding the the eye the eye whatever. store yeah, yeah the eye store um, and I thought the fact that he then was on a ship with Daleks I was like that's brilliant that was quite a comedic, comedic moment he goes back he's got the Cyberman head and I was like alright that's cute and interesting yeah. and you know I really like that yeah it's a nice little touch yeah and then there's a Cyberman incident okay he goes and he gets Clara and there's that comedic part of it the whole thing about being naked I was like okay I mean that's kind of funny It, fine but it was it started out as a good episode they get down to the planet the moment he sees the crack in the wall on the planet I thought to myself this is going to be awesome finally we've gotten back to this this issue that they've never fully resolved and he goes I was wondering what took you so long or whatever you know where have you been type of a thing and I was like, all right, cool. We're going to get back into the meat of Matt Smith's whole like long story arc. Mm. But then immediately I thought to myself, I was like, well, if you didn't think it was over, why have you left it for like fucking three years? Well, uh, <laughs> um, which, I, which, which feeds, it kind of... Well, it, he knew that it hadn't been resolved there is that ongoing question of like when the whole thing with the TARDIS exploding there was that ongoing thing of he made such a dramatic point of it on that episode where it's like something drew it here I need to find out what it is and then it never got mentioned again yeah. never there's no active you, you never see him actively looking for the reason why not like when for a while we at the time we didn't know what was going on when he's for like three or four episodes he's doing that scan on Amy the whole pregnant thing it's like positive negative and it's like what the fuck's going on but and he obviously figured it out or he knew way before we did way before they actually showed us and told us yeah she's one of those sperm things that could just be melted at uh, you know the, the flick of a sonic screwdriver and 
That was great. When that was done, that was brilliant. But apart from that, you never see him actively wandering around going, oh, the TARDIS blew up. I'm, I'm still on the hunt to find out why. Never gets mentioned again and, until and, this episode. Yeah, and I think that... that we'll hit that in a minute. <laughs> I think that would be quite an important thing to, like, stay well, on. But again, we mentioned this, uh, I think, in the first episode and the one that didn't get aired, like the Daleks. You know, every time they come back... He's got this whole uh, persona, whether it was Chris or David, where he's like, shit, it can't be, it's impossible, you were destroyed, I saw it happen, blah, blah, blah. And then he beats them again, and it's fine. But then when Matt Smith comes along, and the Eminem Daleks show up, uh, there's a bit of a stalemate where it's like they either leave, or they destroy Earth. He lets them leave. Earth's protected, and you'd think he'd go off and hunt them down to, to try, try and, and find stop them. them from rebuilding again. But no, like a year later, uh, or two years later, or whatever, he ends up on Scarrow, and there's like all of. And funny thing is, the original Daleks that brought them back, as opposed to these multicolored imbeciles who were there as well. Um, and so the whole Dalek Empire is, is there again, and again, not particularly bothered. He goes down, he helps them out, finds Clara, for all intents and purposes, uh, saves Rory and Amy, walks away, done. No, like, thought back of, you know, I really should try and destroy the Daleks, considering everything that's happened, all this guilt and bullshit about the time war and what he thinks that he's done and running away from it, and how quaint. That's not quaint, that's ironic. Uh, yeah. Is he coming here to correct us on our bitching and moaning? <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> Across all timelines. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, he's not doing anything about it. He's just letting them, obviously, build their little empire. And how many... Since they came back, the Eminem ones, the coloured ones, and they fucked off, and he let them fuck off, uh, between that episode, which I'm pretty certain was quite early in season five, I think. Or well, was, em- no, it was, it was M- Matt Smith's first year. Yeah, which was season five. Was it? Yeah. Was it that long ago? Yeah. Fuck me. So it was like beginning of season five, and then like the Asylum of the Daleks was beginning of season seven. That was like the first episode. Okay. So I know it's a time and whammy thing, but for, from our point of view, it's like a year and a half, basically. Or even from his point of view, it's probably been longer. From his point of view, it's, it's probably been, what, 100 years? Uh, I don't... I can't remember the actual... Yeah, because, uh, at least, because in season six, from the death of him, he's been running around for 100 years before he meets up with Amy and Rory again. Yeah. Because he says he's like 1,100 years old at that point. Or he... Uh, I, I can't remember. It's a bit... That's fucking timey-wimey bullshit. And so doesn't do anything about the Daleks whatsoever and again getting back to the whole yeah the, the guilt that, that David had and him running away from it left right and centre not once does he think oh yeah I should go and fucking blow him up or something Just let's, how many in those years how many uh, life forms have they exterminated or conquered or, or whatnot? because he was like oh Daleks are back ah never mind this seems a really ironic thing to, to... I don't know. I mean, am I crazy? Yeah. I don't know if you're... No, you're not crazy. No. Yeah, thanks. I, I don't think so. <laughs> but that, that is kind of the same argument that I'm making. Or not, okay, I'm not... I think we're arguing the same point. So we're, we're, we're kind of saying the same thing, but, but about two different things. Uh, I'm saying about the crack in the wall. Like, you just 
He just leaves it. Oh yeah, yeah. We're gonna, we were gonna get. I will get to that point. Yeah. I, just, I wanna. Let's go through like the episode just a, a little bit with the the bullet points I've got here because it will get to that point that I know you're going towards and okay <laughs> that you don't like. But um, the first thing I got here is uh, bad guys because I love like you. I loved how they. I'm gonna use the word loved a lot throughout this because that's what I've got. Were written um, down. Yeah, so I, I loved this. Okay. I loved that because I did. It wasn't like a, I just liked it. I loved it. Okay. Yeah. And if it, and if, it, if 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 once you've written it, it's in stone. Absolutely. Yeah. Nationalism number ten. Uh, no. Ooh, could be. No. 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 Okay. Well, let's think about it. Maybe. Um, yeah, I I loved how I opened up the you know the planet, the blue planet, and the narration. And I knew just because. I guess I'm somewhat of an expert or something. The way the camera was going and stuff, I knew we were going to see ships and all that kind of stuff there. Just because the moment you see it, like, with the asteroid, um, like, belt thing around the planet, I was like, is that asteroid or is that just, like, you know, a whole fleet of ships or something? And, whoa. First thing I got thinking was, is this some sort of, like, flashback or if we've gone forward into the future, is it Gallifrey again? And is that all the Dalek ships and stuff or whatever? And... Uh, and then you see all the ships so I was like well that answers that question <laughs> <laughs> but really well done great great narration um, and yeah straight away Doctor shows up Dalek Eye Stalk Dalek ship nice bit of comedy bit of action great then the Cyberman thing same thing the moment he walks out onto the the, the, the next ship and it's all silver or grey or whatever and it's on the Cyberman head I don't know about you but we all knew there was going to be a cyber ship and turned out to be, again, a nice little bit of comedy uh, and whatnot. And then uh, going to so Clara, the holographic thing, I'm going to touch on at the very end because I've got two things. There's been a lot of speculation and shit going around, uh, as I understand it, Facebook and forums and cyberspace. Ooh. Um... So we'll hit that a bit later on. But getting, getting down to the planet, uh, the town of Christmas. Oh, actually, before that, he comes across the church thing, Tash. What do you, what do you think of her? Is she hot? Um, there was something strangely attractive about her. I don't know if it was the, uh, the, the authority that she sort of commanded or if it was just the over-excessive eye makeup or, or what. But there was something about her that was like you know i found that i found her her uh, commanding confidence yes quite um arousing <laughs> i don't know if it'd be arousing but it was it was attractive it, yeah yeah it I was, the peak for me that made that did solidify it in stone for me was when um when the we'll get there in a minute but when handles uh, translates the the message and it's like doctor who and then she's like you know i'll Push me through to him now, and then yeah. she just her face in the sky, and she's like, Doctor, Doctor, face me! And it's like, Whoa, I would not say no to that woman. No, but <laughs> the moment that happened, yeah. I did think about a, a parody, which would be amazing if, if that, and then Michael Rosenbaum's character and um, breaking in, going, Faced! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> that would be brilliant. Okay, um, yeah, so she was uh, she was interesting. She's making uh, more appearances in season eight, 
So, is she? Yeah, okay. she's going to be a, uh, I guess, a, a part-time companion of some sort with uh, semi-regular Xenex Doctor. Okay. Um, but yeah, getting down to planet, I love straight away. It was just like it was one thing after another. At first, it's planet ships, then Dalek, then Cyberman, then a uh, quick break, go see Clara, Turkey, back to his place, the church, nudity. Uh, downtown Christmas Truthfield or even before that The Angels I love that opening scene just yeah. when she's like oh because at first I was thinking I kind of subconsciously I think I knew what it was but I was thinking uh, from Clara's perspective she sees his hand coming out of the, the snow and she the way she reacted it must have been like her thinking that it might be a dead body or something but yeah, just that the, the soundtrack alone I'm going to say now is just brilliant all the way through this and the moment she hits the hand and so you're going to have that the, the whole time energy thing as well because she's time traveller and whatnot. Uh, and the moment she says oh it's okay it's cold it's stone just when the doctor turns around and you have that eerie bit of music that's just like shit's about to go down and I yeah I loved it and then the added elements of when he's like you know don't even blank that line again and you know keep looking at them explains why but they can't because of the snow i love that yeah i th- i agree that was there's a, a, well done that was very yeah. well done i would have liked to have seen more of them in the episode that their their appearance in it was very short-lived and i think of all of the 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 doctor who villains monsters whatever you want to call it they by far i think are the the most interesting the coolest yes and for me personally the scariest because the idea of looking away and then looking back and having them just instantaneously yeah, move having moved like 10 meters or something yeah and you've got no yeah. control and you, and I it's mean, that it's that chase though isn't it where it's just like i mean that's got to be one of the worst sort of nightmare type things that you can have where it's fine if you're looking at it and again, that's always been, I guess, a fear. It's, if you can't see it, then that's generally what the, that thing you can't see is what you know you're afraid of. Yeah. So and you know, looking at it, fine. But the moment you look away, and it could be doing something, God, that's going to freak anybody out. Yeah. Um, the the only the only part of it that would, well, again, knowing what they do and would make, it's not less scary, but your fate if, when they reach you. It's mm. not as scary as death because they touch you and they transfer you back in time and they, they feed off of that temporal energy. Well, that only happened once. No, it happened to the when we first get introduced them to it. It happened to uh, Amy and Rory. Amy and Rory, yeah, but it didn't happen to like when they when they go to when rivers with them and they go to find that ship that's crashed and they find the tomb full of them. They just ended up killing everyone they came across. They didn't transport them through time. Okay, well, I would like to think that if they cut, catch me, they transport me through time. Uh, yeah, that's reasonable. Yeah. What year, what year would you like to go back to? Oh. I'm going to play scenario out one day. I'm, going to, I'm just going to pick a year for you later on. I'm going to hit you with it and see what you do. <laughs> okay. All right, cool. We'll, we'll get back to that. Um, so, but, yeah, so back to the point, I would have liked... For them I'd to like have been yeah. in the episode more. That's I've actually got that down here as well. That, um, um, I really enjoy seeing them come back, even if it was for a few seconds. Um, really, would like to have seen uh, more involvement because uh, the next time you see him, it's just one of them with a mirror. And it's like, uh, yeah, and it says you know, uh, love from the doctor, love from the doctor, or something. Yeah. yeah, and obviously it's it's, it's seen itself. Yeah. Um, I would have also have liked to have seen how the weeping angels 
stack up against some of the other villains. Yeah, that was that's um, comes into my next thing because I um, there's a scene later on when uh, you've got the Doctor and the Church, both like humans and silence, fighting with it. They're on the same side, fighting against the Daleks and stuff. And it would have been interesting if for a while it was like the angels against the Cybermen or angels against Daleks or something, because um, they're all trying to get in for the same thing so that would have been interesting but yeah. uh, for what it was I I enjoyed it just having them there rather than just referenced was pretty cool so Agreed. Um, the silence I okay. love again the their entrance just when the doctor's on the church flirting with Tash and uh, Clara's outside and just you just see that hand and the growling thingamajiggy noise that they always make the moment that happened I was like oh yes and I I want to clean enough I saw the hand and the noise and I thought of you <laughs> because um, just because I thought right they're back I mean I knew they were coming back anyway but I, I got so drawn into it that I'd forgotten or anything that I'd seen poster wise or anything about it so I was like they're back and I thought they're going to answer this shit plus I had 10 bucks on the bet so I was like this but is then it would get answered yeah. yeah okay and granted you won the bet but yeah we'll, we'll get to that yeah yeah we'll get to that and um so they go down to Christmas I I start off with I didn't understand the like I was like why why is this little town of humans here why they're of all places why not why are they not packed up in mean, how did they get there there's although there's sort of questions going through my head but I was like for the, the the sake of storytelling. I really enjoyed the uh, the truth field and how he explains later on the stalemate where he they he says that they don't want to attack because he could obviously just say the name of the Time Lords. They come back, but they do keep attacking anyway, um, which is <laughs> like defeats the purpose. Well, they don't want. They, I think their thing is that they're not going to attack in. Full force. Yeah, they weren't going to destroy the planet. Because if, if he left, he said if he left, they would just destroy like, the planet. But as long as he was there, they weren't going to destroy the planet because he would just say the name and bring them back. Yeah, but they continued yeah, to try and yeah. attack, like do, like sneak attacks. Discreet. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, 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 yeah. so. they showed that with the... Um, oh, what the fuck are they called? Those... Oh, the... Um, alien things where one of them's Vastra's, like butler and he's uh yeah the, and, and they were and they were cloaked and then they became uncloaked or something yeah. like that and the church vaporized them <laughs> yeah <laughs> i didn't like that it's like the church like yeah apologizes, apologizes for your untimely death or something <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that was pretty nice um good some torrents yeah some torrents some torrents yeah i liked and this brought me back to season one of the reboot um where at the end of season one, when Doctor Eccleston, yeah, sorry, sorry Chris, <laughs> when he, <laughs> fuck you, <laughs> when he, um, when he sends Rose into the TARDIS and then he sends her back to her home place, and you know the message and whatnot, exactly, pretty much what happened in this, just slightly more sophisticated when. Um, He's like, yeah, okay, put this in the, the sonic screwdriver charger. Which I thought, does it need charging? Because 
it seemed to last for over 300 years without the charger so does it charge for five minutes and it's good for like a thousand years or what you know what don't know yeah uh, maybe they'll answer that at some point that that does uh, it did bring a question to mind of what what did he give her to put into the sonic screwdriver Charger. Well, because is, it couldn't uh, have been the sonic screwdriver because he still had it yeah he planet. still had that no just something that he seems uh i've watched some older episodes lately going from david tennant's era to matt smith's and there seems to be a constant recurring theme where they just pull shit out of their pockets which like david tennant for example we watched that christmas episode of uh, the next doctor and he pulls all sorts out, which he, you know, glasses, stethoscopes, um, sonic screwdrivers, and loads of, throughout that episode, there's some other stuff he pulls out as well. Uh, a sword at one point, which he didn't have on him, and then all of a sudden he's got it, and you're like, what the fuck? But what's to say that his pockets aren't like, you know, like the TARDIS, where they're big on the inside? Mary Poppins style, as Stace called okay. it. Okay, interesting. Yeah, uh, so he's always like got a habit of pulling shit out. I mean, one of the references that I absolutely loved, and you've not seen it yet, I did mention it in the first episode we talked about Doctor Who, and the second one, but The Five Doctors. And I'm going to give it to you before you go, because I said you've got to watch it, and I forgot to give it to you. <laughs> yeah. But he makes reference to um, the girlfriend device that he stole from the Master, well, he nicked it off the, the Master in the Death Zone, which is a reference to that movie he did. The, the, the master, he was given uh, it was given to him by the uh, the Time Lords, the uh, the President, I think, or Chancellor or whatever he was, to prove to the Doctor that he was on their side type thing. Um, and then a Cyberman or something shot at him and the Doctor and missed, but he hit this slightly sloping hill that they were on, and that knocked the master unconscious somehow and then the doctor saw you know saw the that device and stole it off him and that's what he then put on the on handles to translate the the message oh interesting but just get which he's the, never used since um no he's not needed to because Gallifrey's like well it, when it was around didn't need to use it because obviously spoke the language and whatnot and yeah. But, when, but then when it, even when it was gone they never had any messages or anything from Gallifrey yeah. for him to need to use it so okay which right. I really I really quite liked the um, again and with the music and uh, for me fantastic acting just when you know when he's when he's talking to Clara and handles then like uh, you know the, the designation of the planet information's coming through and stuff and he's like go on then tell us what it is and then the doctor's all joking in a good mood and eccentric like he is but the moment that he handles says Gallifrey how it just changes he goes serious and cold and dark and it's kind of like leads me into after the 50th special there was everyone as I understand it um, on social media Twitter, Facebook and God knows what the forums again and cyberspace ooh <laughs> Um, they're all going like that's what season it's going to be it's going to be the Doctor trying to find Gallifrey and I'm like I can kind of see how they've been led to believe that with the 50th special but no because he doesn't want to bring them back because if he brings them back the time war starts again and it's hell in the universe everything burns and he, know, and he said that in this episode and we said that I think the second episode that he's not going to go looking for them because he doesn't the opportunities he's had to bring them back but he's refused to because 
like look at their plan with the master why he went back you know because he, he said to the master this was what they were going to do the final days of the time war they were going to end all of creation all of life everywhere um so and why and and when uh, and clara says oh time lords wouldn't that be good if they come back you know what happens if they come back and he says hell, hell. yeah and that's when he obviously scoots her off which again what he did with rose in season one um, so you liked that? Th- you liked that throwback to to that? Yeah, I did like that, and I laughed when she made the same mistake twice because I was like, she knows the rule, rule number one: the doctor lies. So when he's all like, "Oh yeah, let's go to Turkey or whatever," and she leaves, I was, I, but both me and my mum at the same time put her head down, shook her head, and went, "You dumb bitch!" <laughs> <laughs> but like, I can't believe you've fallen for the same trick twice in a matter of like minutes. That but, that I had a problem with in the episode. I um what the him going the second time I had yeah I th- okay well, before we get to that part let's go through the episode where um because yeah I've got to talk about handles for a little bit but so yeah he tries to get rid of her the first time she puts the key in takes three hundred years to get back to Trenzalore and again when he finds out that it's Trenzalore when he's asking. Tash, and he's like, what's this planet called? And when she says Trenzalore, again, the music, the reaction stuff. Oh, uh, semi-wood. <laughs> so okay. like that, which sonic screwdrivers don't work on. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, love that reaction. Um, again, well, well filmed, well acted, everything about that. And when she shows up and you find out, yeah, it's 300 years later on, I thought, that's brilliant. So they've aged him. He's at least... Like fourteen hundred at this point. Yeah, and he's you can tell he's aged a little bit. Really nice little subtle touches, makeup wise, to you know wrinkles and stuff. I really quite like that, and I like the way that he explained it. Where because her on the outside and the tide is having to extend the force field to protect her, it took longer for it to get back. Yeah, the three hundred years. That was I thought really well explained, and. This brings me just... I'll, I'll quickly go into it because I'll end up crying otherwise. But my favourite companion out of all of Doctor Who that I've ever seen has got to be Handles. He is my favourite so far. Really? Yeah. Even though he's just a side man head. It's just because... And I'll go through it now. Spoilers. <laughs> if you've not seen the episode. It's a timey-wimey thing. Um... Just how the, the banter between him and the Doctor in the beginning, when the Doctor's like, oh, remind me to patch the phone back into the main console. And when? Then he, then he reminds him straight away. Yeah. <laughs> and then the banter of, like, yeah, pick a time, you know, just a random time, whatever, and, and whatnot. And then 300 years later, uh, okay, he's slightly... Well, he's more eccentric than ever, I think. And because of the old age, you see the really beginning uh, threads of him going senile, slightly. And then there's when Clara comes back, just when he goes up to see Dawn, he's got handles with him, and you know he's like, oh, yeah, he's getting old, and what? it's been 300 years, and obviously no technology to fix him, even with the TARDIS when that showed up, though he had none of the parts or anything, and just knowing that he's gonna go, and when uh, when he's just constantly repeating that he's developed a fault, and that was like slightly heartbreaking then the last thing he says is that reminder of he has to patch the phone back into the console and again the doctor's reaction to that as well was just like heartbreaking it's like another well hit the the probably the longest serving companion he's ever had which was 300 years and just it 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 stops working 
And I cried. I pulled my eyes out. Did you really? I did, yeah. Wow. I got really... Well, first time I watched it, I, I was with my folks. I got a bit upset. I think I shed a long single tear. <laughs> <laughs> and because I, I didn't want to, like, just literally just be sat there weeping for a while. So I managed to keep it together a little bit. And then the second and third time I watched it, yeah, I just, I, I was, I was down here and I was watching on my iPad to have my, my uh, headset in. Stacey was watching some bullshit on TV and I just, yeah, cried my eyes out. Wow. She said something at one point, I turned around, I <laughs> like tears going away. And she, all of a sudden she was like, what's wrong, babe? <laughs> I'm a big <laughs> pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I told her, I was like, handles is gone. And she just shook her head and laughed. And I just... Because... Oh, but but I really love that. I love how... I mean, yeah, it's... A lot of people say it's pussy, but I just love how I'm that... For some reason, emotionally un- unstable. Attached to a, yeah. a machine's head. <laughs> I'm unstable and, and, yeah, that I can get that attached into any TV show or anything that I watch these days. I'll, yeah, if it's, if it's done reasonably good, yeah, I'll cry it because I'm so invested in the, the story, the characters and the development. And that's the first appearance of Handles. He was in it for like five minutes. But my favourite companion so far. Love him. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, we've got interaction, then, uh, yeah, just... Um, development, yeah. Last words, yeah. I'll write it. Fucking loyalty to the end. <laughs> what? That was handles. Oh yeah. The, the dislike, the, yeah. the, the, the loyalty of. I should probably read lo- loyalty to the end, son. <laughs> it's the truth, son. <laughs> yeah, cry my fucking eyes out. Uh, loved how the Doctor Rose done that. Three hundred years, right? And then shortly after that, you got the whole battle scenes going on with the constant people trying to attack and whatnot. They showed more action in that, like a few seconds, than they did in all of the fiftieth special. Which, if you remember, that was like one of the reasons why I was disappointed with the fiftieth because I was expecting to see actual fight scenes were action something to do with the time war itself well you did see a little bit of it no you saw one explosion and a Dalek being tossed into a room by some extras who were like now oh. and then they threw it in that was pretty much it oh yeah and there were a couple of like you know laser fire here and there yeah there were soldiers running around laser fire yeah, the doctor arriving yeah but that was, there was I mean like in the entirety of this episode alone, there was a hell of a lot more action than there was in the 50th. Yeah, I, I, I would I agree would really with that. Although, I, that. I, I, I must say, I do think that um, you, you dislike the 50th so much that you, <laughs> you're minimalizing everything in it or maximizing the things about it that you, that you thoroughly there, disliked. There are, there are, there's a few things I really do like about the 50th, but it's just... I... There's so many big things about it that I didn't like, which we talked about it before, but just to go over again real quickly, if we can, just the the interaction between the three of them, for one. Like when... Um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a scene when David Tennant has a go at Matt for, like, forgetting. Well, not forgetting, but like just not really caring as much as he did about the war and stuff and 
Uh, and then Matt's like, you know, yeah, he's thought about it for 400 years or whatever. And David's like, oh, is that all it took? 400 years for you to forget or some bullshit like that. And again, when they come across the third doctor, it's, you know, they're, they're so quick to be like, oh, it's him. We don't like him, blah, blah, blah. And then within two minutes, they're all best friends and best buddies and, you know, comparing each other's cocks and stuff. And it's like, what the fuck? And that's all the episode was, was just three of them stood around for most of it, just talking bullshit and read big bags of shit, which they could have, to be fair, considering the Christmas special, they could have done something in the special effects department, I think. Okay, I will, I'll give you that, the, 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 the villain or the... The Zygons. The Zygons. Oh, the Argons. The, the Argons or no, Zygons. Zygons, I didn't like. Okay, I thought that was... No, I, th- I thought what they were... Not what, necessarily. What, they could have just focused on the time war. Yeah, I think what they were trying to accomplish and how they tied into it was okay. I didn't like the, the creatures themselves. No. Um, no, no, no. The I the I, I mean obviously the fact that you didn't like the interaction between the three doctors in your mind is is, is <laughs> quite you really really didn't like it. Well, I've, uh, I've, well, I've I've watched it three times and I've watched it I've watched it again. But and I'm so the way they again I go back to it, the way they built it up at the finale of season seven where. Clara's in his time stream and they see the shadow of the guy and she's like who's that and he's like it's me blah 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 and then he's just there and he, you don't see his face and the whole you know what he did he did in the name of wherever he did it for peace and, uh, and then Matt's like yes but not in the name of the doctor I'm going to cut that and put that sort of man in. okay <laughs> That? Never mind. Let's get back. But who is he? He's me. There's only me here. That's the point. Now let's get back. But I never saw that one. I saw all of you. Eleven faces. All of them are you. You're the eleventh doctor. I said he was me. I never said he was the doctor. Oh, I don't understand. My name. My real name. That is not the point. The name I chose is the doctor. The name you choose. It's like, it's like a promise you make. He's the one who broke the promise. Clara? 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 He is my secret. What I did, I did without choice. I know. In the name of peace and sanity. But not in the name of the doctor. And then it finishes, and you're like, "Shit! This finally, we're going to see some something that happened in the time war. Why? Why is this one like not been mentioned, or why has he been forgotten, and why is he so dark and mysterious and stuff?" And like I said, the moment he shows up, Matt and David like dead against him. They finally put their squabbles aside, decide to team up together, and then they start attacking this guy. And they're like, "Yeah, oh yeah, it's because of you that I'm guilty. It's because of you that I'm an emo." and there's yeah. all this bullshit going on. But then, like, two minutes after that, they're all best friends. And I don't... I about. I mean, only because at that point they realise that he's not done... He hasn't, he hasn't what, done what they think yet. that he's done. Yes. Yeah. So they're like, oh, that, that's that's fine. That's that's okay. Then we'll be, like, best buddies until you do that. And then we're not going to like you again. And I, I just... 
It annoys me because the, the big build-up just got... For me, it was kind of like um, a match. That before it got down to the dynamite and exploded, it you know, somebody blew it out. And it just kind of fizzled. And I was like, oh. Okay. Well, I, I, I mean, obviously... But they made I, up for it with the Christmas special. Obviously, I, I, I can't change your mind on that. So, it's quite funny in that you quite wholeheartedly don't like well not wholeheartedly but you, no, got, massive, you got massive issues with the 50th anniversary yeah yeah just, um, it, it, and yeah. I, I I um thought it was okay the first time after watching it the second time I think I enjoyed it a bit more whereas I've got issues with the Christmas special yes um and I've watched it again and I've still got the same issues okay so well let's see if we can we I know we're, he, we're heading inches closer towards um that special, um, let's see, we've talked about Clara falling for the same trick twice. That's where you had an issue. Yeah. I, not, okay. You got a, a, an hour-long episode, or however long it is. Okay. I think it was like, um, I think it was like an hour and a half or something. I want to say. I'm not okay. entirely sure. You got whatever the length of the episode is. Yes. She runs into the TARDIS and gets tricked and goes back and, you know, she gets tricked and goes home. Jumps on, has a roller coaster ride back. Yep. He's all like, Oh, I was in space. Yes. They have their arguments. He's aged. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm furious with you. Yeah, well, so I'm not even I. talking to you. Yeah. And then they're like, You know, get on the ground and start doing it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, wait a minute. I want to see that version. <laughs> you get you get the impact of, you know, she's been betrayed, the throwback to Rose, which was nice. Yes. You then get the impact of seeing the doctor is aged. Yep. That whole scenario plays out really well the first time. Right. Then you waste another 10 minutes of the episode doing the same thing again. She gets tricked, she goes back, then Tash comes and gets her, and then we see the Doctor aged even more. That, again, was... Ah, oh, right, okay, I've got, now, to, I've got to stop you right there quickly, just throwing something there. Yeah, it's my end comment. So after this, I've got, like, my two points. So after this, you can hit me with all the things you didn't like. But this is the second time that I cried. <laughs> when... Um, when she goes up and uh, she's like, oh, Grand, tell me a joke. And um, her mum's, her mum, I'm assuming it's her mum, being, what a fucking bitch I know, she was. I couldn't stand her. But she's all like, yeah, I don't know, boy band. She's like, oh, don't be silly at your age or something, some bullshit yeah. like that. It's like, like I think we were talking about like, my Christmas crackers. Yeah. But I did like the, off. I did like the fact that fucking she, she kept on bringing stuff up and like Clara and the grandmother were like, actually, no, we're not. And then just like ignored her. And yeah. every time they just kind of, and she started like getting really pissed off and shit. That, that annoyed me. But um, when she uh, cries and stuff, when she goes to the kitchen and just or well, she hears the the tardis noise, and the moment I heard that, I was just like, yeah, oh, maybe he's changed his mind or something. And then then when she goes into the kitchen, she looks to the blinds and she sees it, and you've got that that classic Matt Smith Doctor Who music that just starts, and it's like more. I think it's slightly slower than normal and. Just, more powerful it's louder or something and just and then when she just runs down and you're like oh fucking hell it's you know shit's gone down this is brilliant like in a good way and then she runs into silence then when she sees tash uh, and the music just stops and she's like oh where's the doctor or whatever and oh you know she's like you can fly the tardis and tash says yeah flying the tardis was never hard it was flying the doctor and then and then just in those few seconds alone, one hand that dialogue, you're like, 
why is the doctor not flying it? And you're like, shit's happened. And then they obviously get back. And just that that whole thing alone, just when the music starts going, just had me emotionally on edge. And I was already like pretty much crying at that point. You're, anyway. still, you're, st- you're still crying <laughs> from when Handel died, but you just continue crying. Yeah, I, I, was, I did stop for a little bit. But the moment this music started, I was like, yay, something's going to happen. It's going to be good. It's all going to work out. But... No, it's just like more bad news, and I just couldn't take it. But and then, and then that bit when she gets there, she's like, "What's happened? You know, what's going on, whatever." And she's like, "Yeah, you, know, you shouldn't die alone." It's just like, "Oh man, has he been shot? Has he been, you know, poked in the head, or you know, has he been has somebody as a Dalek, I don't know, spunked on him? What's going on?" And yeah, it's, but and then we're going to the end of it. But sorry, I, I, I didn't, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but. Uh, what was your, your issue was the second time the second the second time it, it she fell for the same trap basically. well no she, she felt like I just thought you could do the, the you got a limited amount of time to do stuff in the episode you do okay you play out a scenario she falls for a trap goes back and goes back home then comes back again and then you got that 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 impact in terms of the story and emotionally of oh my god the doctor's aged you see mm. that he's he's not moving quite as quick. He's got the the walking stick. This you is know. the first time she goes back. Yeah, the first time. Okay, yeah, yeah. I did so, like that little touch, like his aging process, the walking uh, stick. Yeah, all that the, the first time it happens. Then basically, you then repeat the exact same scenario again. Yeah, filling another ten minutes of the episode, and I was like, like it's happened once. You've seen that emotional impact. Why not either not do it the first time and only do it the second time? Or play the scenario out differently because you're, you're, you're doing the you're doing you're exactly the same thing twice. Yeah, and I think spending that was necessary though because it. They, I mean, sure, they probably could have like done some other stuff or just had more narration through the Doctor what he did throughout the years. Well, it could have been. It, could it was nice. I think it broke broke it up quite nicely. How when she gets back, which to her was like seconds. But in reality, it's 300 years for the Doctor. She gets there, he's older, and she goes back. And then again, seconds later, when she gets back, he's a really old man. Yeah. I don't think it would have had the same... Speaking as somebody who's like emotionally unstable, because I cry at all this bullshit, yeah. um, it wouldn't have had the same emotional impact if um, she grabs all the TARDIS the first time. She's like, no, you don't, whatever, puts the key in. And then when she gets there, he's stupidly old. No, he might have seen stuff like what he's been through throughout those years, but then she just shows up at the end. Uh, I don't no, think that would have had the same sort of impact. I don't think so, but I just think it, it could have been done differently because they just, uh, like the other thing I'm trying to say is they did the same scenario pretty much twice yeah, um, in the same episode. There's yes, a, yeah, but, it's slightly different. Yeah, but I okay. think that was like, again, uh, a nod, because even though we did mention River Song, I think that was, again, just another nod to the whole thing that she kept on saying throughout every series was the doctor lies and because the second because when she went when when she goes back with him with the turkey she says yeah look at me with those blue eyes sad eyes or whatever and so yeah, you and promise so you, me you're not going to do it and yeah. he's like yeah I, I will never send you away and the thing is he, technically well maybe he going, was going against it because he wasn't sending her away he'd tricked her into going back thinking that he was going to go have turkey but he'd never actually sent her away. He was never like, I'll go and uh, go get it ready, I'll be there in a minute, or anything like that. He just he plugs the uh, 
you know, thing into the, the console and then just disappears. Yeah, the, 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 the time, Lord, time Lord GPS or whatever. Yeah, and then she's all like, oh, okay, well, maybe he's gone to the flat or something. So she just walks out, which is, I don't know. Wouldn't you, if you were high and you got the turkey, wouldn't you have been like, doctor? And just waited until he answered you? Yeah, I, because she's just assuming that he's just left to gone to the flat or whatever, or he's outside maybe. Yeah. But you thought she'd have, having you know, seconds before this, having like you know been tricked into walking out and the tiger's trying to fuck off you would have thought it should have opened the door like maybe left a foot in it or something and like gone hey <laughs> where are you um yeah I, I agree with that okay although, so although I, that's not a major it's not a major thing but it it does lead into something else where they could have taken the time they spent on playing that scenario out again uh-huh. on showing and giving a full better explanation for the blowing up of the TARDIS and all that stuff. All you get is six seconds around a table going... It's not six seconds. It is. What? Okay, when I say six seconds, I'm saying like you're two minutes of the doctors getting over it and, and working with with okay. the old doctor. Um, <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a timey-wimey thing. It's all relative. <laughs> Fuck it out. Okay, they... Goes up, sees Tash just before they find out that she's been turned into a human Dalek, and they're like, "Yeah, the um, the clan or the group or the cult of they separated from the main group from the main so group, they and they, to, they went back on his time. Uh, yeah, it went back on his timeline to try to and try change things. Him. Okay, and, but that, that that was quite a reasonable explanation, I thought. Uh, yeah, but the first time I was the same. I was like, "Wow, well, they did go through that pretty quickly." But the second and third time I watched it, um, I guess because I I knew it just clicked and I was like they, that, they, they I don't me personally I don't, I don't see why they should spend any more time talking about it I mean what what? I don't think they should, should spend any more time talking about it I think they should okay, have, how would you have had it done then? I would have cut out that second you know falling for it going back in time coming back and seeing the doctor bullshit again would you have like as she's discussing it with him would you have like had them like do a montage of like the events of how the silence got the TARDIS there and stuff or actually shown how the silence got the TARDIS like Clara they could have played into where like she goes to the TARDIS or something like that and the silence take the TARDIS with her inside it or whatever or, or something they, they could have played it out so that we saw what the silence did to blow up mm. the TARDIS how that cult was created because and it also ties back into something earlier on in the episode which maybe just confused me or I didn't understand it I just think sitting around a table going yeah the, the cult went back on your timeline to change thing and you know we created a you know a killer astronaut or whatever he's like yeah totally married her and that's it so you get like maybe four minutes and then she turns into a Dalek and it's a, a huge mystery that yes they did answer it okay hence you won your bet but it was glossed over or it was rushed very quickly where they could have shown, A, how did this silence, these genetically engineered things, who created them? How did they get created? Because when Clara... They explained. No. The genetically engineered. The genetically engineered. But at what point and by who? The church. Who in the church? By Tash? Yes. The, 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 everything that is the church, yeah, her and stuff. Because they were priests... The whole thing of them confess, which was their, their speech thing, was for people that had sinned and stuff to be able to, like, look at them and go, I did this, I, I fucked a squirrel, 
and when they look away they've forgotten it all but they've confessed so that leads them to light into the afterlife they can go sin free because they've it's a, a future advancement of confession which we don't have today today in the the religious side of things as, as i understand it in i think it's the the catholic side of things um you go into the box you confess your sins and they're like okay go touch a tree or something uh, or, or drink wine or whatever and, and forgiven whereas in the future it's a different yeah for those for the people that are stricken with the guilt like yourself after finding out that it's me that's caused this war for Amazon and whatnot to take over if the silence was around you could look at the silence and confess your uh, you know your your whatever not sins as much but the the guilt and whatnot of everything about it because the moment you look away you forget it all well no you don't forget it all you forget you, the, you forget the fact that you've confessed it but you don't forget your guilt um so I go and I so let's say I for for argument's sake I shoot you and I'm like oh my god I've shot Scott I feel so guilty so some genetically engineered you no. know electrode shows up and um, says confess and I say oh look I'm the one that shot Scott I'm I feel really bad about it and then I turn around. I still remember that I've shot you, but I forget that I've spoken to somebody. About I need to it. like rewatch the episode uh, because I remember them saying like anything that's connected to the silence you forget. And so if you no. like, if you look at them and you share that information, that then links that to them. No, so when you look away, it gets forgotten about. No bullshit, because otherwise, I don't know. <laughs> no, because otherwise. But that like, was the whole point of their, them saying confess, because you, you confess the thing. You confess the thing, away, you forget it, and yeah, well, you, you, you forget them. You it. forget the fact that you've confessed your thing. But yeah, but then they might do a, some sort of like magic voodoo bullshit thing that makes you feel better afterwards after confessing your, your bullshit. But, I mean, but that was okay. the point. That's why they were genetically converted, and that's why when they when they walk through, um, when she says, "Oh, we, uh, I want a, a whole parlay thing," and he sh- they show up again to get his marshmallows. Um, why, when Clara, constantly when she looks at the silence, is constantly saying "confess" because that was the whole thing. That's the, that was their original purpose was for confess. Yeah. So when they get to the church of the. Whatever it is. Papal mainframe. The Covenant of the Ark. Of yeah. The mainframe. <laughs> they get there. There's no silence anywhere around. Uh, you don't, you don't, like when they're walking through. Well, the, the beginning. When they, yeah, when they're walking through the big parade. Yes. No, of, there isn't any. Okay, there's no silence around there. No. When, okay, but then. They're you, on the ship, just not there in the. But parade. then you, you, you see them saying confess, confess to, to Clara. What she's supposed to confess, I don't know. But they're telling her to confess. She then forgets that she's seen them. Yes. Okay. When they do the whole, she does the whole big announcement, Tash does, of we are now the Church of the Silence, mm-hmm. we still don't see them anywhere. Yep. Okay. Which makes me think that f- after that is when they were created. Yes. When they decide to become the Church of the Silence. Yes. Okay. So when we see them earlier on in the episode. Yes. They hadn't been created yet. Yes. They were traveling, they were still traveling back on the Doctor's timeline. Yes. So they're still trying to enact their plan. Yes. Okay. So they could have shown <laughs> them trying to enact their plan, how they tried to blow up the TARDIS, that kind of stuff, <sighs> um, to give it, I think, just to give it more attention. Because like I said, that little four minutes that they sat at the table and glossed over everything, mm-hmm. the stuff about River Song, 
that needed no more explanation when he was like, I totally married her. Because that storyline had played out over three years. Yes. Certain parts of the silence, we had seen parts of it, but not not all of it. Okay. For example, how they, how they blew up the TARDIS. Kind of how their whole plan came comes full circle. But... It would have made sense if they'd said that, you know, what's going back in this timeline stuff, if they'd, uh, you know, nicked his uh, sonic screwdriver from the past or something and given it to Rory to give back to the Doctor. But they didn't fucking do that. Yeah, they didn't explain the sonic screwdriver. Yeah, Fine. Fucking bullshit. Okay. <laughs> so I just think, I think more time could have been spent on that um, instead of focusing on a fucking turkey. Yes. Okay. Um, and yeah. also, so they could have, rather than... I preferred the comedy element of that rather than the two doctors comparing the sizes of the fucking screwdrivers in the 50th. Okay, well, I'll give you the screwdrivers, you give me the turkey. All right. Yeah. Give um, them. <laughs> so, I, that, that's the problem that I have with it, is it was, it was a mystery that was, that was left unsolved. Yes, they, they gave a quick answer to it. And it makes sense. Yeah. But I think it could have... They could have done it... You would have liked to have seen more about it. They could have done more justice to it because it was... They blew up the whole fucking universe. Yes. And yet... Rebooted it. And yet the... the, the, um, Like, you know, when the Doctor finds the crack, he's like, you know, the whole crack in time, my heart is blew up, it was at the center of it. You know, he's like, where have you been? I've I've always known this wasn't over yet. And then... That's it, really. And then there's that conversation at the table, and you're like, that was such a huge moment. You know, like you destroyed the entire universe, and yet the attention that's paid to it is yeah, it was a cult. It was a spin off, and they went back, and these genetically engineered thingies, you know, basically tried to, you know, correct fate or, you know, correct things along your timeline. Yeah. And then that's it. And I think they could have. They could have spent more time on that than replaying out the getting tricked to go back home and then coming back and seeing an old Doctor effect. They could have just rewritten it or done it in such a way that, yes, we see the Doctor age in two different places and they still have that emotional effect, but put in there, you know, these things going back in time. You know, how how did they... What did they do? They just planted some C4 in the TARDIS? (laughs) Or... You know, is it the fact that they that they stole a sonic screwdriver from one doctor to give to Rory, and it created a timey wimey thing, and as a result, the TARDIS was like, "Oh my god!" and then exploded because there's two sonic screwdrivers. Uh, you know, I, but something, and then they could have answered your question. Indeed, yes. Um, which, um, well, for one, I'm just glad they answered the question. It's a little sad that. They didn't answer it to your satisfaction. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah. Um, something else they answered. The regenerations. That was because that was really well done, and yeah. that was pretty spot on. I remember in episode one, we you asked me. I mentioned earlier on the David Tennant when he regenerated in the end of season four when he got shot by the Dalek. Yeah. And you were like, "Doesn't that count?" And I was like. <laughs> Playing it by ear, as it were, I was like, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> and trying to think of, like, reasons why. Because it was a whole fucking, the whole Dr. Donna thing. I was trying to remember the ramblings that they went on to explain it all, and I, I couldn't. But then the second recording that we did, which 
again, we didn't, uh, but because uh, I looked up the facts and I said, according to all the uh, resources that I'd gone to, it did count as regeneration. And we worked out that uh, at this point, because it was after 50 specials, so we were like, technically, going along, just calling them all fucking doctors for all argument's sake. Um, eight was McCann. He, for some reason, decided to crash the ship on the planet and controls regeneration. Then you had the war doctor, which would have been nine. Chris would have been 10. David would have been 11. His regeneration when he got shot by a Dalek would have been 12. 12. And then Matt Smith would have been the 13th incarnation, therefore being the end of it. And listening back on it when I was originally editing, we did... I There was a heated, passionate thing about this where are they going to answer this or is Steve just going to throw out the window and be like, well, it's not being governed by the Time Lord so he can regenerate as many times as he wants. But they, yeah, I, I absolutely love that. Every time I've seen it, just when he explains to Kara, you know, Mr. Grumpy Face, <laughs> obviously. The yeah, Mr. Grumpy Doctor. Face and then, you know. And when the, he mentioned uh, David Tennant's regeneration Yeah, he said the 10th, well. you know, he had a little bit of a vanity thing. Yes, yeah. a vanity issue at the time. And I was like, this is, Perfect, and it said that he was the last, the last uh, face, and yeah. I thought that's brilliant and a really great way to um, when Clara, you know, talks to uh, the crack, and it's all like, "Here's the doctor, that's his name," blah blah blah. Which it wasn't until the third time I watched it, um, and I was watching with Stace, so her second time, and I said, "Just her." like actually talking to them and whatnot is because the, the whole thing was like they're asking that question and when it gets answered they know they found the right place and they can come back through yeah so her talking to it and them and the crack ceiling and opening up and giving them a new regeneration cycle again same indication that they found the right place so they're still going to come through so at this point i'm leaning towards the idea that season eight is going to be about him trying to stop them coming through rather than him going to try and find Gallifrey. Okay. That's, I didn't have that thought. That's good. Interesting. I was the only theory. Cause everyone's like, Oh, he's going to go and try and find Gallifrey. I'm like, no, because he's completely against the Time Lord, because he knows the Daleks are already around fighting everywhere. So if the fucking Time Lords come back. It's time war all over again, which was the whole point of the Christmas special and why he stayed um, in the town of Christmas and stuff to protect the town and to not say his name and to stop the time lords from coming through and whatnot. So he doesn't want to bring them back. Yeah. So that brings me on to my other issue that I had with it. Yeah. Which was that exact point where she talks to them through yes. a crack in the wall. Hello. Yeah. How you doing? Yeah. He's, he's the doctor. <laughs> Give him some regenerations. Yeah. Change your future. He. <laughs> Why we've got a chat? <laughs> so she she talks to the crack in the wall, which apparently the time lords on the other side blatantly control because they just close it. They're like, yep. Yeah. Thank uh, you. I, that was that was me going like, oh, they've they found the right like I in my head I I saw, like saw them like um, on the other side of the wall with um, a panel of like going through frequencies and stuff, and then they find one when she's talking. And they're like, oh, someone's coming through, and she's like, yeah, he's the doctor. And they're like, we found it. Bam, yeah. we're gonna come through. Yeah, so, but so apparently, I mean, I don't know how, but they're controlling the the crack in time, even though they didn't create it. But now they control it, so fine. Well, it's the whole 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. Timey wimey bullshit. I, no, I liked how he how he explained because they resolved the crack and time issue, but he said it was like scar tissue. It wasn't the actual crack. Yeah. Really liked how they did that. How um, they closed it and opened it up again in the sky, just conveniently near the doctor. I don't know, but that I think we're looking at at this point after all the bullshit conversations we've had about Doctor Who. Maybe we are looking a bit too much into it at this point. <laughs> Maybe, but look, that's the whole point. Everyone's entitled to an opinion. Yes. Um, it closes, it then reopens up. Yes. Okay, and they send the and they they send the regeneration energy through. They give them another cycle. Okay, cool. So that answers yes. that answers that question. Yep. However, maybe I could be wrong, but if they found where the doctor is. And they've obviously gone, okay, this is the right place. Hmm. Otherwise, they would have just given some regeneration energy to any old somebody. Yeah. Why didn't they just come through? Um, Unless it's a process that takes a long time. It, yeah, it could very well be. In which case, I guess, well, no. I'm, well, I imagine they'll probably, I, I imagine they will come through. And that will be something... That'll be explained if Steve keeps on going. It'll be something explained in season eleven or twelve, but um, that's going to be the probably the focus of season eight, where if they're trying to they're trying to they, come through. Yeah, or they're going to come through, or they, or maybe they start coming through like in fragments, where maybe some time lords come back, some good, some bad, being interesting. Like the master, for example, it's a good way to bring him back. Yeah, and you don't even need John Sim as well. This is something that I said to Stace because. Uh, she was like, oh, Johnson won't come back, even though he said, like, I don't know, a couple of seasons ago that he'd happily come back to do another episode. They can just quietly bring in another actor and just say that when he went back with the president of the Time Lords and stuff, that, um, and they went back to the last day of the Time War, he was executed, maybe a bunch of times, and <laughs> to the point that they did it like quite often and just gave him like regeneration cycle after regeneration cycle. And he can come back another, once again, a, a tortured soul, but, you know, maybe a bad guy wanting vengeance. Maybe he's hunting down the Time Lords to kill him to get payback for what, you know, all the torture he's been through, and Doctor's got to try and stop him or something. Yeah, the, the, the possibilities are endless, but yeah. they could do that. So maybe they'll come back in bits and pieces, as opposed to like, the whole planet just coming through. Maybe they've got to do that. They've got to come back in, uh, in fragments, as it were. And I think that's probably the direction they'll take now that they know they're in the right place. So, um, the regeneration itself. What do you think about that? I think the... Um, First time I was like, what? That was really quick. But second, third time, loved it because I saw a lot more that I missed the first time around. I mean, I yeah, my, my thought on it first off was like... It was such a powerful regeneration all of a sudden yeah. that he managed to take down like Dalek fleets and stuff. Like, whereas all the other regenerations, I mean, I guess they, there's energy that's expunged and stuff like that, but this just seemed like a hell of a lot. Now, I guess it could be it could be boiled down to. I mean, I didn't mind it. It was convenient, I guess. It could be boiled down to the fact that he was getting given thirteen regeneration cycles or something like that. Mm. All that energy and all that. That power. I think I my interpretation of it was that one, it was because it was, yeah, one a new cycle, two, um, all the energy that had built up because it was 
like technically his last life so you've like all of the uh, 13 incarnations of him coming to an end and then starting afresh and three um because of his extreme old age and the fact that he was senile as well um just that massive i mean it's 300 years when clara sees him again in the episode and he's aged a little bit a little bit of gray hair a couple of wrinkles walking stick but then when she sees him again and he has a very William Hartnell type look to him. He's got the long grey hair, which looks pretty cool, and the, the, just the attire, very similar to that. And at that point, I mean, that's got to have been like, I'm thinking at least six, seven hundred years on top of the 300 years. So he's got to be like in his 2000s by now. So just that life span alone, I'm thinking, the energy... Uh, uh, has, has given him that that burst because like you look at Chris Eccleston we don't know how long he was around um, had a powerful transformation fair enough but then David Tennant his was more like yeah, blocked parts of the TARDIS inside and then this one's only bigger but a lot of people have got issues with the, the fact that they had this massive outburst of energy and stuff and then he shows up and then the regeneration into Peter is like that I liked it. I think it was different. I think it was... It yeah. Was, I, I, It'd get it was, boring if they kept doing the same thing where they just do the face morphing and stuff. It's yeah. like, well, we, this is the third time. whoop do you fucking do? But the fact that it was sudden and everyone was just like, whoa. Yeah. Wow, and, and And he was, like he did say, like obviously it's just the... The, the, um, the reset of the, the cycle. Yeah, is... Yeah, and, and the fact that obviously it's, it, he's, he's changing. He's the last little remnants of it and he's going to change. And he has his... I liked his little goodbye to, to Amy. I thought that was, mm. I thought that was well done. Um, um, the fact that when she runs back into the TARDIS, it still looks like Matt Smith. I was like, okay, that's interesting. Um, There's a theory going around at the moment that they're saying I don't agree with it because of when he changes his reaction when he sees Clara, he like goes in and he's. It's like he's examining her. The first time he's obviously seen her with those eyes and stuff. So he's all like, oh, this is new. What are you? And all that kind of stuff. And there's a theory going around that he had already regenerated. Because when she goes into the TARDIS and his clothes are on the floor, she's like, oh, Doctor, expecting to, him to have already have changed. And then he comes up dressed like him, looking like him, young again. There's a lot of speculation from some people... That's a contradiction. There's a lot of speculation from a lot of people saying that it's the holographic image thing. He'd already changed, but that doesn't make to any not sense to freak me. Freak her out. He'd yeah, and I was just like, yeah, yeah, it's pretty fucking thin. <laughs> yeah, really thin. <laughs> no, that yeah, does, I was that like, does, why would he do that? Because when he does actually change, and he he goes back, and he's like, whoa, and then he, he it's Pete. He literally like his reaction when he's looking at her, and then the whole like, oh my kidneys don't like the color, blah blah blah. It's it's. The holographic thing doesn't make any sense. But then again, why why bother with the whole holographic thing in the beginning? I mean, is that was that just for the comedy value? Or, again, they could have done without that, just gone to church and spent two minutes just uh, doing your, um, your silence montage thing. I mean, and the whole thing, like, when he... Uh, the key, taking his... his wig off and find you know the key I mean that I, get, I thought that was unnecessary that just seemed to be thrown in there just uh, be like one kind of like a comedy element 
along with the whole oh yeah by the way he shaved his head because he's filming a film here's a reminder of it this is what it looks like without no hair yeah. that uh, seems pointless to me yeah um, I mean from 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 the the story elements but it was to hide another key so that he could call the TARDIS otherwise yeah. they would have didn't need to pull his hair off there because when he goes to grab it on the back of his head the camera the camera goes to the back of his head and the key's there he's already pulling it out yeah like a zip or something and, like that and then all of a sudden he's just like oh and then he just pulls it off he's like oh, there's a key but he already had the key he didn't need to take his hair off to do that so it was like wasted time along with the nudity there didn't need to be any that was completely unnecessary from my point of view I don't I didn't quite grasp that but that was like just a, a theory uh, I, think, I don't th- I don't think it, I don't think it was a hologram at the end because no. it would make the, the end of that regeneration make no sense yeah. a lot of people didn't quite get the whole Amy thing either but I was like that's the that's because he was at that point he hadn't regenerated he was still like stupidly old and senile as well and it was a kind of it's it's I mean you can look into it. So it was a nod to the the past doctors where like Chris got to say in a way goodbye to Rose, David got to say goodbye to everybody like Sarah, Jack, Rose, Martha, Mickey, um I'm sure I'm missing someone out of Donna. Got to say goodbye to them all, yeah, uh, in a way. And as you mentioned, Amy was the first face that he'd seen, and that was because he couldn't actually say goodbye to her in his own senile mind. That was his way of saying goodbye to her and getting ready for. Yeah, it was that, and and probably just a nice little touch of closure for the fans to be like, oh, like they got to quote unquote say goodbye. Yeah. I didn't like his first comment as a doctor. I'm getting a bit. It is? Yeah. I'm getting a bit like tired of every time he regenerates, he's got a comment on oh, yeah. you know, his oh, ears. Oh, yeah, ginger. Yeah, yeah. Or, his, or his thingies. I mean, it's like the next one I'm expecting to be like, you know, how big is my cock yeah. type of a thing. You know, he obviously he retains his memories. Yes. He knows that he's a time lord and when he regenerates, he's going to have a different body. Yes. We all know. Yes. The first couple of times it was cute, like he comments on, "Oh, I got, I got big floppy ears or whatever it is." Yes. <laughs> just, I, it's just. I like the, I like the fact that it's, it's different every time. Like when Chris goes into, sure, when Chris goes into David, David, you're like, "Oh, oh, new teeth. That's going to take a while, yeah, to get used to." What was I talking about? Oh, Barcelona, and then from. Uh, David to Matt was a bit more like eccentric because you're like oh hands got hands knees great knees and hair still not ginger it's amazing yeah. how important and, it is for memory and, Chris, yeah, and Christopher Eccleston when he goes into Rose's apartment right. he looks in the mirror and he's just like ooh yeah you know but I did like the how they've gone slightly different where he regenerates he looks at Clara as if to be like what the fuck are you and then, obviously, it's still going on, and there's a the whole reference to his kidneys. But they left it at that. He's like, ah, oh, kidneys, you know, new kidneys, don't like the colour. Because she's like, what, of your, your kidneys? And then they go straight into it, and he's like, yeah, just one question. Do you know how to fly this thing? And I love that. Because every generation is, like, different. It's, uh, it's a bit weird at this point where, because I've done it twice, uh, no, three times now, where... He's been regenerating whilst the TARDIS is out and about. He was thought, knowing that he's going to regenerate, he'd just fucking park it somewhere, yeah. regenerate, so he doesn't fucking end up crashing. Because that was the same thing. They end up crashing. 
Or they are during the process of crashing, because that's what he says. Yeah, and that's how Matt came into it. Yeah, you know. I just I I th- I think like, but yeah. So, um, but I mean that it, that that's a small thing. I mean that's okay. just a, that's just a little a little niggle that I had. Okay. Overall, I thought the episode was enjoyable. Yep. Um, I just I have that massive issue with it, which I will always have as an issue because I don't have a TARDIS and I can't go back and change it. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah. So okay. I, I, uh, I got um two more. I got uh, two questions for you then. Cool. Um, because I did have three originally, but we've already talked about the this theory of the the nakedness and thing, and I don't really agree with that either. Um, there's again a lot of speculation and stuff going around about this fucking ring, and not the one ring, but a ring when. Clara's talking to her gran and she's all like tell us a story or a joke yeah tell us a joke and then she mentions about how she met her husband and you know she saw him on the pier and he was beautiful she wished that that time could last forever blah 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 she after that story specifically plays with two rings the engagement ring and the wedding ring and I've tried to look at it closely, and it does look exactly the same. But because the the camera specifically plays on that point of this old chick playing with the rings, and then at the end, when Amy, the full, the old Amy, when she walks down the steps, um, and her hands on the railing, again the camera specifically goes to her hand, and she's got those two rings on. So, of course, there's a lot of people out there going, oh, it's fucking Amy, which straight away I was like, no, it's fucking not, because the moment he showed up naked, she wouldn't have just been like, oh, hello, let's play Twister. She'd have been like, ah, my raggedy man, raggedy doctor. I didn't even notice that. I'm going to have to watch back at it and see. So there's a lot of people going, "That's it's the same rings. And I, I do lean towards the point of there's a reason why the cameras specifically have shot onto that the rings and but I'm like thinking Steve's a bit you know cleverer than that one uh, the gran she's got blue eyes and Amy doesn't she's got brown eyes well, we are in 2000 and she died at the age of 87 when you work it out going back to when she went back in time with the angels and stuff it works out about today 2013 that she would have died I think roughly. I roughly worked out like the age because she died. Yeah. No, if she died. If she died, she went back to 1948. I can't remember when she went back to, but let's say. Yeah, she was, I think it was 1948, she... and if you work out the age roughly, that she would have been like early 20s, going to 2013. That would the timing kind of works out. Okay, maybe. But wouldn't that, but that wouldn't have been her because the eye color is different. She would yeah. have recognized a doctor. She would have said something. She wouldn't have just been like, "Ooh." Hello, I'll have another glass of wine. What if maybe Twister may- while you run off with my doctor? Yeah, okay, so maybe um, um, I'm thinking relative daughter, Amy's uh, daughter. I thought about that. Um, I did mention that. I I kind of argued with myself whilst because because stars, that would make sense. That would make sense of the rings. If the rings, because generally speaking, aren't generally, but if like, they kind of get passed down. If it's a, if yeah, it's a family heirloom, they will get passed yeah. from. So from from mother to, to daughter. But even so from, but from 1948, would her daughter still like in today's? If she was born in let's say 1948, 
What's that? 58, 68, 48, so 52, so she should be 65 years old. Would she look as old as the grand did? She could do. There are some 65-year-olds that look like they're about That's 80. That's fair enough. But would Amy and Rory not have told her the story of the Doctor and stuff? Not necessarily. Do you not think? Hell, who the hell would believe that? But even if it's just a, even as just a, a a fantasy, a story. Okay, that's fine. But because do you that, not but, think when Clara introduces him as the Doctor, do you not think that the Grand would have been like, wait a minute, or maybe maybe the Grand was losing her memory? So, you know. Yeah, maybe. maybe in your theory, she spoke to the silence and forgot all about the Doctor. Which I'm sorry, but I still Fuck think you, that's man. bullshit. But, <laughs> No, I was just saying I need to revisit it, but that I I remember them saying like anything mentioned anything relating to the silence it, it's like forgotten, but that's why they they you forget everything to do with them anything and everything because I just think you forget that you've seen them or spoken to them. It just it doesn't logically speaking and yeah. let's be fair, there's nothing logical about Doctor Who really. No. If you. There's a series of events that take place over a course of two years, let's say. Yes. And you regret what happened over those two years. Okay. Okay. Are you going back to this fucking silence thing? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and you... <laughs> I tell you, yeah, I confess it. The, the inciting incident was two years ago, and you've done all this stuff in between, and then you confess it, and then all of a sudden you've got like all of these moments that have happened over two years connected with that, which disappear from your memory. You'll be like... What the fuck has happened in, in, in all these these parts? Well, would you think about it? But you've forgotten about it, so why would you think about it? No, but it, it would make inconsistencies in the rest of your life. This is like, you know, you try and... This is like, you, you were trying to explain it to me like people would try and explain time travel to you. Uh, this is, this is not the way that it fucking works. <laughs> anyway, that's besides the point. Right. So there's the rings, I think. I don't know, I'm going to... I'm gonna have a look into it because there's I'm not, like I'm said, a, there's a lot going around. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think it's the case. I think it's either it's a relative or a friend. I'm gonna put it on the table. Amy's if it is Amy's rings, it's a friend or a relative that's got them. It's that, that the grand is not Amy. I'm gonna put it on the table. Um, I'm gonna bet you that ten bucks that I lost, which I still want by the way. Yeah, I'll get it I to want you. The ten dollar bill. I'll get you a ten dollar bill. I, I don't just... have it. I got one and fives. Or fives and one. Five okay. and ones. But I'm gonna I'm gonna. Put it on the table and bet that same ten dollars that sure it's Amy's daughter. Okay, another daughter, not River, a different daughter. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm sure that they went back to 1948, got it on, and had a wow, wow. Yeah. <laughs> add, okay. some Barry, add, add some uh, Barry White into the soundtrack there. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, good old Barry. Um, yeah, I'll do that, and then. We'll, uh, we'll see where the magic goes. Okay, so my last question then to tie it up, I guess. Uh, just the last question for the table. Mm-hmm. The new Doctor. Looking forward to him? Good old Pete. I'm undecided. I'm I'm gonna, really, I'm a, having seen the episode three times now, I'm really looking forward to seeing him. I'm, I'm undecided and I'll reserve judgment because when I first saw Matt Smith, I... Were you a hater like everyone else? No, I wasn't a hater. I just... I didn't. That was so defensive. Well, yeah, because oh, you. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, I wasn't a hater. Because you, you accused me of, of something that I'm not. No, 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 I said, were you a hater? No. Um, no, I wasn't, but I was. I wasn't sure on him. However, and it took several episodes for me to get used to him. Yeah. Okay. That's but I think that's just because of how good 
David Tennant was. Yeah. Um, because when Chris changed to Dave, David, my good old friend, my, my, my buddy Dave. <laughs> yeah. When when Chris changed to Dave, um, right away I saw him as a doctor, and he stepped into the shoes so well. Yeah. And then when it changed from Dave to Maddie. <laughs> so there's a theme here it took me a little while to get used to Maddie and now as it's changed to Pete <laughs> yeah you good pal Pete it's just where you yeah, you know these fucking people yeah um, I'll reserve judgement I just don't know they're, 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 I haven't seen enough of, of him as the doctor to see I think it'll be different and I think different will be good yeah um, I initially had some reservations about the fact that they've rather than going for younger they've gone for quite a bit older it looks like yeah um but it may be that obviously you can't really go much younger than matt smith without having like a a 17 year old (laughs) or 16 year old doctor so um and i think maybe it, it does tie into the whole overall um story arc of the doctor where he was always kind of older and this, that, and the other. And then the whole Time War thing happened and he finished it and it kind of seemed like he wanted to... He was regenerating backwards, aging backwards, maybe trying to get back to like an innocence or a youth or wash away stuff. Mm. And now he's kind of more come to terms with what happened and the fact that they didn't commit genocide, basically, on his people. Yeah. And he can be in a comfortable skin of more his, his age type of a thing. So, that makes sense. You know, I um I'll reserve judgment and we'll see. Okay. Well we'll talk about it when um when the well, first episode yeah, shows. When's it on, do you know? I have no idea. Right. <laughs> shows how big Doctor Who fans we are. Well, I got tired of having to wait six months just for the fucking special that was disappointing and then yeah, Christmas just around the corner, that was good, but I'm trying to think when it's normally on. It must it's probably a few months away, I imagine. Um, I, we'll probably I think they're going to do a break again as well. I think they're going to do. We'll like probably have an, we'll probably have an Easter special, as we usually do, or something like that. Yeah, and then oh yeah, it normally starts just after Easter, I think. Yeah. Okay. So we'll we'll, we'll, see. we'll talk about Doctor Who again after that. So I. It's quite funny. I enjoyed the fiftieth anniversary more than I did the Christmas, and you enjoyed the Christmas more than you did the fiftieth anniversary. Yeah. And basically that creates a pretty good balance and all is right with the world it's like the doctor and I'm the master ooh (laughs) alter egos I like it yeah yeah, I'm looking forward to um, next season to get you know see if uh, see if that balance maintains itself or if uh, we'll be happy I just can't imagine we'll both be equally happy with each episode (laughs) or whatever but uh, I'm going to put a quick question onto the onto the table here. Mm. Uh, what are your What would you like to see in the in the coming season? The master. I knew you were going to say. That. <laughs> okay, I'll give you that. Now, I'd like to see, um, as I said earlier on, I'd like to see, um, like instead of just Gallifrey just suddenly come back, I, I'd like to see like just little pockets of it, like the Time Lords, just some good, some bad, uh, or some neutral you know because they weren't all bad and they weren't all good so just seeing that mi- mixture and um just uh, i think the doctor's reactions to coming to the realization that yes he's not alone he's not the only time lord around and he doesn't have to do everything maybe those time lords can save him for a change from like the daleks or whatever and uh and, and yes 
bring you know it's a perfect opportunity to bring the master back and i keep saying that but uh handles at this point my favorite companion my favorite villain of all of doctor who's the master um but it doesn't even need to play a villain can come back and doesn't need to be tortured like i was going on about earlier on i mean if you want to be a vindictive writer and, and stuff then by all means but he could come back and uh, join forces with the doctor and can you imagine that'd be a force to be reckoned with so um i'd like to see that or some sort of new variation of the time war perhaps anything that's going to keep the the story going at this point because i know steve in one of the the specials he was or a documentary or something he was saying he you know they want to see doctor go for another 50 years and you know, unless they get new writers or producers in there or something, they're going to run out of ideas sooner or later. And but, but everything for the last few years has been building up to this point of bringing the time lords back. So yeah. it would be just disappointing to see that not happen. Um, at this point, I mean, I am getting a little bit tired of seeing some episodes are really good special effects wise, but some just look fucking shit. Like the 50th special. The, the Zygons or whatever they are the, the red they, they're things. just like I mean maybe it's just my imagination is just overplaying it right now in my head but I just, they just look like guys wearing just big fuck off stupid suits they may as well have like uh, those boards on them that said like our oh, sandwiches at this shop here or whatever <laughs> And that's well, with an arrow pointing <laughs> backward, yeah, says the Zygon here. <laughs> yeah, and they just—they they looked shit, absolutely shit. And I'm sure there's probably some a bit of CGI in there at some point, but they looked absolutely terrible. But there's some episodes where shit looks really good, and I don't know what happened there, but I, I want to see less plastic bullshit and more. Good special effects. Yeah, I mean, no, it, it doesn't need to be the special effects as much as just, you know, as long as it's a good story, which, you know, to make me cry, which is not... <laughs> so you want to see more handles. If they resurrect oh, handles... Love to see more handles. If they resurrect handles and have them die every episode so you can cry, then... <laughs> <laughs> um, I would like to see a, a timey-wimey thing now that, uh, that being said, um, that they've changed the future. Maybe... I don't know. Maybe, I'd like to say maybe the new Doctor. He, we can he can go back and we can see how he acquires handles. But then there's obviously that crossover between him and Matt Smith, and I don't know. But I would like to see that. But as much as I'd like to see K9, which you know we saw once or twice or something. Yes. Yeah. You know, very very done. But that yeah. To answer your question, that's what I'd like to see. Time loss come back. Uh, time war and the Master. Cool. All right. That's all I'm looking forward to. So you. Um, ironically, I actually would like to see the master come back, but I more so like to see John Sim as the master come back. Okay, I'll because I'll, I'll, I'll email him. See what um, I do. Yeah, good old Johnny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just because I, I I think he's a brilliant actor and his portrayal of that was amazing. And if they want to bring that character back as a regular thing, and he isn't available for a kind of a, a long story arc. I think that if they reintroduce the character, it should be him as a character and then a regeneration into whoever else is going to play him. I, th- I think it would be yeah. really cool for yeah. the show and familiarity and continuity and all that stuff if it's him that comes back as the master and then 
if he can't stay on for like a full season, they they change it. Yeah. I would like to see a stronger supporting cast around the Doctor. I know Clara's Jenna, she's back for season eight. Yeah. But when I say kind of supporting, like not the companion necessarily, but the one thing that I always thought was better about um, good old Dave's run as the Doctor versus Maddie is <laughs> that the supporting cast, the, the, the reoccurring characters that came up in Dave's run, so uh, Captain Jack and the people in unit that he dealt with, Martha, various other people that kept on coming into it, and his kind of go-to people, I think was stronger as a core group of characters than Matt Smith had in his run. I know he had, like, Churchill, and he had that lizard-looking chick, and... Lastra. Yeah, and the, the soldier, the Santora soldier and stuff, but they never quite felt as strong as a core group as the other ones did. So I th- it would be nice to see... Yeah, that's because um, obviously there was more backstory building with David's run because we knew them kind of like from the get-go from season one. Yeah. Whereas a lot of them, they just get like the Vastra and her lesbian partner or friend or chick or whatever she is and the Sontarian medic guy who's her butler or whatever, they were just thrown into it. One episode, all of a sudden, they knew the Doctor... He calls them, you know, when a good man goes to war and he's like, I summon you and all this shit. Yeah. And same with the handles, you know, he just shows up. He's like, yeah. oh, yeah, I got him off the mic. There's no backstory as to, like, yeah, you need them and then they build up on it. It's just, they just show up. They just and show up and they're there. And that's, yeah. that's where, the, that's where the, 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 it's a bit weaker. Yeah, compared to and, and you're completely right. It makes sense. So maybe they should, if, if Pete's going to be the doctor for several years, mm. rather than just throw people at it out of the blue build these characters up a little bit yeah over the course of like season eight and then have them in nine it would just be nice to see so that when these people show up in it you know there's a bit more like love for them or a bit more familiarity and you can be like oh this is awesome more stuff for me to cry yeah (laughs) Um, it would be really cool and I've always said it I would like for just because I like the character Captain Jack to come back into it yeah Yeah, even if it's like yeah, I mean, a guest spot for two episodes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have no doubt that John Berriman would be willing to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, that yeah. would be cool. Um, and then, yeah, I agree. I think um, having the Time Lords bleed back through or that thing should take place over the course of the next two seasons. Absolutely, yeah. I don't think it should be like, oh, it just happens here. I think he should just, like, you know, pick up... Um, Every like I don't know a couple of episodes, maybe he gets a signal or you know, a distress signal or a beacon or something or news that maybe a time has come back, goes to find them, they've disappeared or whatever. And yeah. does it, it could be a constant ongoing arc. And um, the other one person that I'd like to see, and she was involved in the the documentary thing that they did for the fiftieth special. Um, I can't remember her name, so sorry. <laughs> but the chick that played Ace, who was the Seventh Doctor's companion, I'd like to see her come back. She was all kinds of um, uh, awesome. Con- contra- yeah, that, and she was just a, a walking contradiction because she was like the absolute rebel that was into building guns and bombs and stuff and have a violent 
um, uh, reaction to any action that happened. Yeah, when she talked, she spoke like the perfect Queen's English. <laughs> it was so it's like one of the most weirdest things to watch and listen to, but it worked for her. And and um, like any like anything, yeah, sure she's aged a little bit, but back then she was hot and that's the doctor and companion that I grew up with and knowing that she's still around and goes to these conventions and comic cons and stuff and science shit and um, you know, still has that involvement with Doc 2 like, like I say she showed up for the 50 special to put in her 10 cents worth uh, yeah why can I not have the doctor bump into her again as soon as she got ditched on a space station somewhere at some point when she left so Okay. Yeah. Be nice to hear again, so Yeah, cool. So um whatever his name is. Um the show the showrunner. <laughs> Fuck you <laughs> I've got Steve. a complete blank. Steve, Steve. Yeah, yeah, Stevie Moe. Stevie Moe. Um, this is that's what we want in the episodes to come, so um Make it so. 